welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theme in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. Before we begin, I want to give a big shout out and thank you to a loyal listener, Kim, for sending me a quilted pride flag keychain. She makes them herself and sells them on Etsy at Pocket Pride Plus. And what's so incredible is she donates a portion of the sales to the Trevor Project. Go give her a follow, give her a visit at Pocket Pride Plus and get a flag of your own. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Michael Block Talk, on Twitter at Block Talk NYC and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews and interviews. The queens are reunited. Where are they? With COVID still a thing, our drag race union was tweaked into something, well, strange. And it's time to talk all about it. Joining me on this reunion tour is the one and only Miss Felicia. How are you? I'm so good. How about you? I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm so surprised we're ending this season so soon. I know. It feels <laughs> like it, it was just a blast. It was so a breeze. It was so Liter- quick. Literally. January 1st this show I know and we're like halfway through the year (laughs) like what is this and and it's not like we don't have drag coming soon it's because that's our drag news of the week reminder May 1st drag race down under we're we're so meeting our queens down under um yeah I'm I'm excited um be sure to download and and subscribe to block talk because I got my preview podcast coming out uh probably next week I'm recording it on Friday with um a friend from the down under from australia so recording time is really interesting um yeah but i'm excited i can't wait to listen it'll be fun but yeah season what is this 50 70 season 39 i I think it's all i think it's 99 next is 100 right (laughs) yeah um season 13 we're, we're ending it with the reunion and i don't know what i expected but i expected better I did too. It was more of a like recap. Remember when they used to do that? Yeah. Um, I think they stopped around season seven. Um, they would do like a recap and a reunion. I don't know if we right. need all that. <laughs> no, I just think the structure of this was weird. They and weren't together enough. They they weren't together enough. like at all, <laughs> at all. And and we'll 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 dive into it. But this was so poorly scripted. Like you knew it was bad. Yeah. But. Let, let, let's dive into it. Um, we are welcome to the theater at the Ace Hotel in downtown LA. One day I will get to be at, the, at that finale. One day. I was at the season nine finale. You can see me and my friend in the background in the audience. Yeah. How, did you, how, did, you, how did you snag made, tickets? It was, that was the first one when they did like right. the assassin thing. So it wasn't such a big event to mm-hmm. do so we just like bought tickets oh nice Very cool. <laughs> we got vip tickets it was like 120 dollars or something hey it was, it was worth a it. very was amazing some... time it was a historic moment yeah that was a momentous moment for sasha valor new york absolutely City's finest. and like drag race history nothing like that yeah, had ever happened so but rue applauds the crew and the medical professionals for their work on the show because let's be real they are the heroes of this production absolutely yes so with safety first, the queens will all be at home, but don't you worry. We have music videos to fill the time um, and make their presence, you know, worthwhile. Um, 
how did you feel about the overall format? As we already alluded that it's different than any other reunion before. What were your overall thoughts? Well, I liked the idea of giving them all a chance to like showcase music videos and stuff. Like it seemed like they had like a good amount of creative control over what they wanted to show. So I love that they got the chance to do that. Um, I mean, (laughs) other than that, I don't, I don't really think we got much out of, out of this episode besides that. It really was a clip show, which is fine. Yeah. The Q and a portions didn't like reveal really anything. We got a nice Tamisha E moment. Tamisha moment. moment. There you go. Uh, There you go. Um, A Tamisha moment. But we didn't have candy there to like. Right. So we'll get there. We'll get there. But it's that was what was frustrating. Don't call this a reunion if we're not reuniting everyone to talk about the shit. That's what I said. Last season we did. This season we didn't. But Rue brings back her girls as this is really the only time the eliminated queens are actually together on screen. Um, there are nine, and once again, we're not doing the shady bunch like we did last year, but we got our Brady Bunch moment. Um, yeah. So for for those uh, listening at home and want to know who was in which square, I'll, I'll give it to you. Uh, Mike Brady was Joey J. Uh, Carol is Utica. Uh, mm-hmm. We have Marsha, Jan, Cindy as Kamora, Lala, and uh, Tina, respectively. Greg, Peter, Bobby are Tamisha, Denali, and Olivia, which leaves. Elliot as Alice, which I find so disrespectful. Yeah, I don't know about that. How dare you? Utica is Alice. <laughs> but honestly, that it was in elimination order, so that's how it went. But just wanted to throw that one out there because it was cute. But Rue introduces each queen like she's actually talking to them. And that pissed me off so <laughs> fucking much. If you had told me there was an intern asking the queens the questions and then Rue responding to what the video was, I'd believe it to be true because it has to be. It has that's to be. That, that's absolutely what happened. Yeah. It was embarrassing. It was really embarrassing. L- literally, it was the, each queen filmed their, their, their video. They had the same set of questions and they threw Rue in when Rue needed to ask a question or whatever. Yeah. It was, it was embarrassing. I suppose, but I don't, I don't know if, I expect much, much more. I mean, effort. last season. I mean, I feel like that's kind of the easiest way to do it, to be honest. Sure. I mean, and last season we got the big Zoom meeting and we had Rue yeah. without any makeup in, the, bl- so in was, the blue face. <laughs> yeah. At least that was iconic and remembered. <laughs> this is, I don't know. I'm not going to say it was a waste because it wasn't. But like, if you were going to put the COVID special here, I would have believed you. This would have been a great moment for it. Yeah, we all in all, I don't know if we needed this episode. I agree, but we're going to start with a look back at the highlights, which included the lip sync battles, phenomenon, congratulations, many of the challenges and runways. And it was a reminder that some of this shit happened like four months ago. Um, It was a fun montage. I think they included everything that was important. I didn't see anything that was really left out. True. True. Do you have a favorite moment? From the challenges that they show, um, I don't Anything know. That I, really stands out. I'm not sure. That's that's what I'm trying to uh, wonder about this season. Is did I really like it? I'm not sure because like I can't remember a moment from like the challenges because I think most of the challenges were pretty bad. I know they all loved the disco challenge. I liked I, the disco challenge too. You did. Yeah, it was fine. It was cute. 
the acting challenges were okay. It, obviously, the highlights really were for me. I think Congratulations and Phenomenon. Those were um, both really good. Yeah, they were really good. But that was what in January. Those weren't even like actual episodes. Nobody exactly. went home in those episodes. Exactly. But I think it, we there were a lot of moments in the season, just none that I don't that I think are going to like stand the test of time. The the things that are really going to re- be remembered is like. Tamisha vs. Candy, um, which, if you didn't know, is now nominated for a MTV, uh, MTV Video Award. MTV Award. Exciting. Um, we all live in a world now where Candy Muse and Tamisha Amon are nominated in the same category as Teresa Judice from Real Housewives of that is uh, New Jersey. Insane, but I expect nothing less from either. Listen, Tamisha and Candy, that was a great fight, but. Jackie and Teresa, that I, was iconic. I mean, even Drag Race, I think, has had better moments than yeah. the Tanisha, um, If you're not a New Jer- Housewives of New Jersey, uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey fan, I implore you to watch the fight between Jackie and Teresa, and please tell me that Teresa's right, because she's not! <laughs> she doesn't know what the word analogy means, but <laughs> that's a different podcast. So we're going to go through each queen, if you don't mind, um, and go through what they spoke about with quote unquote Rue um, and talk about their music video. So let's start off with the first queen gone, Kamar Hall. Um, She starts off coming onto the screen late because she was, you know, finishing her makeup. She takes so long. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like she's actually talking to Rue. That was obviously a setup. Um, Rue laughs because the video she's watching is funny. So good on you, Rue. You're good at acting. So let, let, let's talk about her look a bit a little bit she's wearing something really super shiny um tinsel she had wig. That, bla- that black thing yeah tinsel wig how, how, how do you how do you feel about that it was fine it wasn't my favorite look it wasn't my least favorite look I it's mean, interesting because we're used to kimura in like big hair right so that was oh yeah i've not. always loved that about her that was definitely not it was it was like I feel like when we're doing this like zoom kind of drag like the above the the like the chest up it's all about like exciting hair and the yeah, cute top exactly um I liked the look I didn't hate it it we've definitely seen like everything we've seen from her was better yeah I think <laughs> but so, I like yeah it. It, it, it was fine I mean the top was really cool she knows she knows she wants to shine but it was an interesting choice Kamora describes her drag race journey as anxiety. She struggled getting ready. And now we learn that she no longer takes four hours. It's only three hours. Amazing. I don't really know what she's doing with all that time. I used to take three hours too when I like started doing drag. But like now I take like an hour, maybe an hour and a half. And I look way better than I did when I was taking three hours. I mean, I feel like she could be expediting her. Her makeup she totally time could. way better. Um, I mean, uh, she, she <laughs> but I mean, it's a gorgeous mug. She looks stunning. So. Yeah, she, she's a perfectionist, so I understand it. But if she has girl, the time, then then take it. <laughs> exactly. But most of the, mo- most drag race queens, you're not going to have that time. So you, if you want to go right. on any kind of tour, you right. better get ready faster. Um. So she says that her highlight of the season was Nicole Byer telling her she looks like she was lost at the grocery store during uh, the music challenge. Was that really a highlight or was she just getting red? Uh, um, I would consider it a read. I think yeah. I, I, I have higher moments that I have of Kimura than that. 
Sure. But, <laughs> but you know. But she that, did tell that us was that her she, favorite moment. Yeah, she, she was unaware of how she performed. And we then get to talk about her being a tree. And she thought she was going to be a sexy tree. But alas, she was not a sexy tree. Yeah. Uh... She then reveals that she thought her team was shady as heck. Uh, because they were all talking shit behind her back in confessionals. We don't really get to hear that kind of conversation from the I mean, queens. yeah. Um, but it's not, it's always cool to hear the reaction to the confessionals. True. But also, I'm going to call her bluff because Kamara was there where they're like, no, say it like this. Oh, and right. she was not saying it like that. So how are you going to be like, oh, yeah, I nailed it after right. like never getting it. And and then she tries to actually do it on this uh, video. And, and she, she can't even do it. still can't do it. <laughs> I'm can you, wondering. Can you do it? Can you do it? Can, can you tell me what the line was? We were rooting for uh, We were rooting for you. We were rooting for you. Done. You win. You cast. Thank you. Um, So she then goes on uh, to say that the representation does matter and she's proud of her culture and getting the support from the Asian American community means a lot to her because she did show a lot of that on the show, which was really great. Um, And I'm sure we would have seen a lot more of that uh, as the season went on. But I think going back, looking back, she was rightly the first one out. I would agree with that also. Um, there's one we person definitely I would, would have say, seen. Ooh. No, I was going to say there's one person other that I would have said should have gone first, but we we will get to her in a bit. Well, maybe we'll get there. Okay, I I think I know who you're yeah. going for, but um, yeah, <laughs> I I thought we we would have definitely we would have definitely seen many amazing looks from her. But yeah, she did seem a little out of her league in other elements of yeah. the competition. So. I think what I want to do is. As we talk about each queen, I want to have a second to talk. Will we see them on an all-star feature all-star okay, season? Yeah. Um, Kamar Hall. I don't think it's I think we have seen Kamar Hall, and that's all I don't, we get of Yeah, Hall. I don't think so either. I could see maybe like some sort of special kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, what I want them to do is like a, a fashion extravaganza, like special. Uh, yeah. Like like all a one night, show. a one night thing where you bring back all the runway queens all the like fashion people maybe there's like one design challenge and then like three like regular like runways that they yeah. show i would love something like that to highlight or you know what maybe maybe a queens. full new york fashion week that's all drag race queens so you mean marco marco <laughs> fashion shows Not, they weren't they weren't all <laughs> no i know i'm kidding i'm kidding but yeah that yeah, would be very fabulous too yeah I celebrate that. the community but yeah, I think our time with Kamara Hall has ended. And yeah. I'm okay with that. That's okay. Um, yeah. But let, let's True. talk about her music video. Um, I loved I, I thought it was great. Vogue. Yeah. Um, so she's going sexy and doing a music video in a bathtub. Bathtub. Bubble. I was very nervous for her jewels because I was worried they would get rusty. <laughs> oh, maybe. They're probably the not water. real though. <laughs> Shady, no, the Mackie doll definitely so, has so real jewels. Them. Well, maybe. <laughs> but I think it was a very cute and sexy video that got to show her, you know, getting ready, which is clearly yeah. what her, she's going to be known for. Um, yeah, I think this showcased Kamara in a way that showed who she is, but I just couldn't help that her actual performance was very lackluster. Yeah, I felt that with a lot of the queens, but 
Tea. Overall, hers was one of my more one of the ones I liked better. All right. I really liked it. I thought yeah, she looked it was, it was stunning. Cute. It was a nice concept, classic. Yeah. So we're not going to be going queen by queen because we have to talk about the things that happened in between, like the queen cam as each of the top four come in. Oof. This is a <laughs> recurring bit for the reunion where the top four will arrive and we will be inundated with 69 questions. Cute or staged? It was incredibly cringy, very staged. It's like already cringy in the Vogue ones. Like, right. you know, you know, it's based on that Vogue series. Yeah. But like, this was just like, ooh, like we didn't learn anything about any of these queens. We did get some comedy bits and some things we, we, we some inspiring moments, but we'll go through some of the highlights <laughs> that I found. Um, let's go with Got Mick. First up, describe your drag race experience in three words. Gorge, 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 and gorge. gorge, gorge. Okay. Makes sense. Seems what right. <laughs> what advice do you have for queens starting out? Find what makes you you and start your name with the letter Z so you always go last. I, I didn't get that, that one. Funny. It's because whenever it. <laughs> uh, they do um, one of the like the music challenges or whatever, it's in alphabetical order. The, wait. Some song is? challenges, they go in alphabetical order. Their verses are in alphabetical order. Really, but yeah. do you want to go last in that case? I guess a lot of times people I, do. But that, I, I, that's, that's, I think I agree with you there. Because I'm in the house of go first, especially for like a comedy challenge. Because if you go first, then you get to make all the jokes, and then everyone else is just making the same jokes after you. Absolutely. Um, but no, got, got make went first twice in in um, congratulations and lucky. I think she knocked it out of the park both times. So. Yeah, Maybe uh, first is not the worst uh, thing, but yeah, I don't. I think if you're good, you're good. The, yeah. the, the order goes, you go, and it doesn't really matter. But yeah, so go back in time, look at all those um, music videos, and that's good realize to realize they're in alphabetical order. The only ones that were not were uh, was I think uh, the girl group challenges for UK. Huh. Okay. But otherwise, they're all in order. Fun. What? Not name one thing you could never live without. She says, obviously, my top four sisters. I'm just kidding. It's my fucking phone. T, I agree. I agree. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> if you could be anyone's mug, whose would it be? She says, Raven, if you ever have a sick day, tell RuPaul to call me. And honestly, I want to see, see that happening. I can totally yeah. see it happening. We did get to see Nikki Doll doing Ru's hair, uh, Ru's makeup last um, SNL. Um, oh yeah, that was great. And, and she also, or she assisted with. Rue, it's fun letting Pete it's Davidson, fun, but yeah, right. It's so fun think, seeing Rue branch out. Yeah, so I think it, maybe maybe Raven's going to need a break because she has her own uh, competition show, right? Remember that? True. I I would like to see. I think Mick would do a great job. I agree. I think I think we would get a new. There are other people I want to see paint Rue Miss Fame. Let's not forget about her. That would be a fun uh, episode. Everyone gets a shot at Rue. Yes, the makeover challenge. <laughs> oh my god! Could you imagine Tina Burner doing Rue's face? Oh, <laughs> well, that, that would be eighties Rue. Tina looked very good tonight, though. Whoa! Oh, oh, we will we will get there. Oh my god, she looks sensational. She but did. yeah, where do you see yourself in five years? Definitely looking back at how I won Drag Race five years ago. Cute, funny, funny. And then, what's your favorite thing about being a drag queen? Definitely the fact that I get to crash the system with my art. Yeah, she, she did it. She did so, it. So, love that. 
And guess who we have next? We're going to talk about my boyfriend. He just doesn't know it yet. You Joey mean my Jang. boyfriend too? No. <laughs> you, me, and Candy's boyfriend? <laughs> yeah. So Joey J certainly did leave us thirsty for more. Um, again, Joey, call me. I'm, I'm here for you, babe. Joey's look is she's wearing a wig and there's a clothes on her top. I thought the hair was cool. It reminded me of Cloud from Final Fantasy. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. if, if, you, if you're a gamer, then the remake, there's a scene with Cloud's mom and she literally has like that hair. So yeah. I no, like that. I mean, that. it worked. But again, you know the parameters of a Zoom phone call that you can't go super big. Um, That's or get, true. gets cut off. So it was fine choice. But Joey says that coming in, she wasn't a very well-known queen and wanted to make fun of herself before anyone else could. She states that she said filler queen because if she goes home, she isn't lying. But if she whooped everyone's asses, y'all just got beat by a filler queen. Yeah. Good explanation. I'm glad she explained it because I've been here like, why did she say filler queen? (laughs) It was a good explanation. I kind of feel like she manifested it. But her presence stayed in that workroom. It's the true. whole season. She so I guess she, was, she wasn't really people. a filler queen. Yeah, true. Um, so do you, do you believe in manifestation? A bit, yeah. I'm going to manifest something. Joey J is going to be my boyfriend. Work. Manifest <laughs> it and it will happen. <laughs> so she was surprised by the chicken feathers and didn't know it would be like a make or break of someone's career. As she says, Denali dot dot dot. Yeah. Um, Joey says that her outfit cost her $200. I'm like, $200 for that shit? Um, and Denali's probably still paying hers off, which is a nice little dig, but you know what? T, it's probably true. Yeah, I mean, she had the human hair with that look, so she guess she wanted to balance out the expensive with the cheaper. <laughs> I'm not mad at a chicken feather, but it did seem like all those girls were like, well, I got my ostrich feather, so right. nobody, so if nobody else has ostrich feather then they have to go home like that's kind of what it seemed like and also let's not forget they all had to vote without knowing people right, exactly um she only I mean, did get that one vote so i'm a fine. fan of survivor i know how that works you grasp for whatever you can it's, it is you very true send someone out so i'm not mad at it she knew that the no wig would be controversial and she's glad that the fan base was great and embraced her no wig thing. And again, I embrace it. I think it's great. Be true I, who I like the are. no wig thing too. She wore plenty of wigs on the show though, too. Also, exactly. I think she I wore think more she, wigs than she, she didn't. No, you're absolutely right. And I think she just got stuck in a very bad timeline where there was just like four wigs, uh, four wigless looks in a row. True. Yeah. Just based on how the runway order went. So, and that's just how it goes. Exactly. You know? So just unfortunate for her, but she claims the judges didn't quite understand her drag. And we go back to the poison Ivy bag. debacle. <laughs> we understood it, girl. We, we got it. <laughs> she was just so nervous. She's so be- set on that poison yeah. Ivy. Bag, bag, because yeah. <laughs> because she needed a bag there. She was so nervous about it. If she just let it go, I think right. a lot like they, they like they gave her the pass. Like nobody was like exactly. That's not a type of bag. <laughs> exactly. It, it was silly. It was a cute moment from her though. She yeah. seemed super like endearing in that IV bag moment. <laughs> yeah. So she says she didn't go in looking for a relationship. And then Candy chased her around like she was Godzilla. And <laughs> she said she kind of got butterflies watching that episode because she's she was embraced for being femme. And the fans want to know if something happened between her and Candy. And she says, 
maybe it already has happened. Maybe don't worry about it. I don't think it happened, but I think uh, it's fun. I think these. all of these queens grasping at cast relationships are lying. I think yeah. they're not telling the truth. No, and jo- Joey knows that this is how her legacy is. And sure. she's she's not afraid to embrace it. So let's talk about it. Joey J, will she get a call for an all-star season? No, I think she I will. You think, I think so? She, I do. I think she will okay. because they kept bringing her back for bits. And yeah, I that's think true. they want to see her grow. And if she she is the trade of the season, the fans would want to see her. So I think give her like yeah. three years. That's, that's a good point. I can see it happening. It, I, I think it de- mostly depends on like the growth growth Absolutely. we see from her like I agree. in the next like f- year or so. But I would not be surprised but, to see her back. So I, I would. I would I'd be. I would be happy to it. see her back. I, I I'm down. I'm always I'm, down to bring back people we didn't quite see too much of. Exactly. Let's talk about the music video. All I ever wanted by InSync. So fun. So it's camp. Filmed, it's filmed in a bar with Joey and a few looks, but the gag is she dresses up as all the members of InSync, um, and it was so well done. It, it was. wasn't perfect in person. No. but one thing. One thing I wondered was why were there two like female Joey? There was like one no wig Joey and then one wigged Joey. And I'm like, I, I feel like we should have had one of them who was all yeah. they ever wanted. And then the boys, but you know, yeah. <laughs> she wanted to showcase as many looks. She as wanted exactly. That, that <laughs> I'm not mad at <laughs> absolutely what it was. Um, um, and then we got that Lance Bass yeah, cameo right. at the end. He is everywhere right now. He's on the circle. Spoiler alert! Um, yes. Is that a spoiler alert? <laughs> it, well, I mean, new episodes drop tomorrow, so if you've not seen the, oh. the circle yet, come on, people. Well, well, um, well. And but... that, that wasn't a spoiler. We, we don't know if it's him or not. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Lance was also rocking the colored hair, so the two yes. of them... It was it was fun. It was really campy. And I really thought this was a great way to showcase Joey J that the show did not get to see. Agreed. She's so gay. Fun. She's, <laughs> she's a gay ass bitch. Um, but yeah, I really, really enjoy this one. Um, so good job, Joey J. Agreed. Agreed. It's time for Queen Cam with Rose. Let's go through the highlights. Um this one made me the most uncomfortable out of the four. Well, I think. I, what I would like to say, this was the first time we got to see Rosé. And I, I know Rosé. You you know Rosé. We, we've, yeah. we've known her for whatever, a long time. She definitely had work done. Um, <laughs> I mean, they all we're have. We're going to talk about all of that later, but I was like, oh my God, you're okay. You're pulled. Beautiful. Snatched. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But let's go through the highlights. Um, if season 13 were a Broadway musical, what would it be called? The never-ending story. A plus answer. There you go. Um, who would be the villain? She mocks that answer. Me, me, me. Who would the love interest be? Den. Now see you there. Uh, oh, still gotta have that little thing there. Yeah. Who would the understudy be? Jennifer Anston. Okay, cute. Sure. Name a historical era you'd like to live in. The 80s. Why? So I could hang out with Tina Burner. Funny. Burn. Very good. Um, the Ro- Rose meme part. The face. The face. But I want to point something out. I was going to try to find a screenshot of it and make it my background, but then I was like, I don't want to be that mean. But <laughs> just want to note that when she makes that face, there is an arrow pointing 
that says bathrooms that points directly at her mouth. Um, so unfortunate. Damn. Unfortunate, but if that is screenshot somewhere, you're living. You, you thought Tina Burner making over your face was bad. You, you got a second bad. one. Damn. What's advice you never want to give up? Kamala Harris. Love that answer because I don't want to give up Kamala either. Same. What's your favorite thing about being a drag queen? Changing people's minds. Nah, didn't love it. Yeah, I don't know if she <laughs> did that this season. No, no. She definitely proved her talent. Absolutely. Let's talk about Miss Tamisha Aman. Um, Tamisha's wearing the basics and she looks fine. Purple's great color on her. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I liked it. Um, not a huge fan of the makeup, though. No, it still needs a lot of work. Um, no, that's that's the thing. It's <laughs> and, and it's not a dig. It's not a read. She is set in what she does. Yeah. So was Tina. They didn't have the people on the YouTube teach them how to do makeup. They didn't have. But they. Of, but they have it now. They, so right, they have it now, and I would. I, and we'll fine. I'll tell you now. Tina definitely has learned. Tina has heard the critiques she's heard what people said and she's taking it in now to me she did not she's not doing it and this is a face from someone who started dragging the late 90s it's stuck in a time period and i think the blending and the color shapes everything she could be even more beautiful she just has to admit that she needs to do it i agree but you know what we learned again that she was initially cast for season 12 she fought back and this is her comeback that she didn't know which she was is interesting have. i wonder how she would have done on season 12 um i think about the same i probably think about the same because i think that cast was a that was little stronger really a strong cast yeah um she's a designer and being on the runway was a dream come true she says that the sheer runway was one of her favorites rue loved yeah. it so. rue i wanted to bring this up I feel like Rue threw out the term like best look ever so many quite times. a few times this season. And I don't know if all of them were the best looks ever. I, I agree. Um, she talks about the Cher impersonation and says that was one of her favorite things to do. And honestly, I just feel like that was forced by the producers, especially with the rumor that came out today uh, that Cher is considering a guest appearance on Drag Race. Ooh, that's exciting. I yes. love that. Oh, I mean, I, it's ugh. about it's about time, honestly. Could you and imagine? Like, who like who else? Like they did like icons for the first episode for right, like, pretty much every season. I mean, again, season fourteen, we're assuming we'll be filming in the summer. She get ready, share. We that'd be oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. Um, she says that seeing Lala was amazing because she felt so proud that she had a slight hand in the part of her as an entertainer. She is. But she thinks that the pork chop group and the winners group, it was Lala who gained bonds with the people in her winning circle that caused them not to be close. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel we'll like hear, we'll there's hear like more, answer, more to the relationship that we haven't seen. I, I agree. I and think like a lot more. I mean, people use like family terms and drag very willy nilly. Um, sure. So the term mother, I think a lot of the fans expect something a lot right. different than what like the reality of their like drag relationship probably right. is no I, I, I fully agree there so she goes and says she's a real person and when she and candy got into it and untucked true emotions came out 
She came to the show to gain the sisterhood she never had in her community and then goes on to say that she and Kenny will never be friends, but doesn't wish her any ill will. But if the cameras weren't there, she would have hit her. Damn. I mean, it's real. It's honest. She kind of seems bitter. And from my what I've seen, it does not seem like she was really or if her intentions was to were to build these like bonds on the sisterhood with the rest of her cast. I didn't, didn't really see her trying to do that with anyone. Not, not and like I, I'm not there. I'm not in the group messages. So I don't really know what it's like. But like from what we've seen, I didn't see that that it's, side of her. It's so sucky the reunion happened this way because this is the 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 moment we wanted to hear the two of them discuss yeah we need the two of them to talk and hash it out i i just can't believe that we don't just to hear like i don't i'm not gonna be her friend like like maybe that's not the resolution we're looking for maybe (laughs) the resolution is they'll win the mtv uh right yeah award they'll get to be there together and they'll do something but this sucks that we didn't get this (laughs) maybe she'll punch her on live tv (laughs) i'm here for it but like this sucks it really sucked that we didn't have it because the way they were um showing the uh teasers and they were building it up yeah we were getting it but it was like the biggest moment of the season uh, it was. It really, really was. Um, I said what I said. It, it, these are the iconic moments. It didn't yeah, it's happen that, in the challenges. I never had here. a sugar daddy. Uh, it's that moment. But. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we missed that moment. It's fine. We got she a response says, from Candy a little yeah, later. We all, we, oh, we sure do. Um, which is why these were filmed before the, the 69 questions. She says that being eliminated had gave her two different emotions. This isn't right, and few it's finally over. But she still says she has a wild card to play. So that's a great segue into asking, will she be back for an all-star season? I when she got eliminated, I felt like she was gonna be on next season, like not an all-stars moment, but like uh-huh. like a kind of Cynthia Lee Fontaine moment. Uh-huh. Um I don't know if I still see that happening. It's it's interesting but... because I think as a television character they will put her on an all-star season if they were to put on candy because you, yeah. we, all, we all know what they did with, with coco and Alyssa, even though they True. hashed it out even though nothing came out of it but right. yeah um that being said i know she's talked very poorly of the show and the production right she has this whole like wait until my contract is up before i, I spill all the tea i'm like i don't yeah. think there's that much tea spill <laughs> and this is why i don't know she'll be an all-star because I yeah think she no, just shot herself in the foot i it agree sucks. with you on that yeah it's I too bad i don't necessarily personally relate to her drag it's not necessarily the drag uh, i seek out but i, I appreciate either. her as a person in a television character and would appreciate to see more from her true with a different group of girls too so yeah i hope it's not going to be like a Courtney act uh, situation where she's shot herself. In the I need Courtney done. back. Bring never. Courtney back. Never, never I want happen. Courtney back. She's but so good. Courtney's not coming back. Willem's not coming back. They're done. I feel like Tamisha is closer to that group than an all-star, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but let's talk about the music video. It is arrogant. An original song by Tamisha Amon produced by Mitch Farino. You could tell it's produced by Mitch Farino. Definitely. <laughs> um, um, I liked I liked the song. This will be a track that will be played at the clubs when the dancing commences. Totally. Um, 
it is fun. It's stupid. It gets all your clips in there. It's even the production of it. It was very classic Vogue and ballroom inspired with touches of pageant yeah. coming from Tamisha. This was the Tamisha package. Um, her dancers really fucking turned it. They were exceptional. They did. I wanted a little less of them to be honest. Like there were a bunch, there was a lot of times there was just the dancers without her on screen. And that's and... Pa- classic pageant when she yeah yeah you know, distract. <laughs> but there was um, it was it wasn't very distracting. That's fair, <laughs> but I, I do appreciate. But I liked I liked the song and I liked the production. Yeah. Um, I do appreciate when she did get into the actual rap part and she did include Tamisha Mana's Coming For You because, again, another classic highlight from her season. Yes. But now we're going to move into more questions, but not for the f- top four. We're going to clump people together because we're reunited somehow. Yeah. We get Kamora, Joey, and Tamisha interacting a little bit and they each get a question. So first up, Jada I- from Reno. Oh, go ahead. I thought this is such a strange pairing of people. Like the chemistry it, it, was not there no, between the three of them. But it was the first three, so it had to be. Right. Yeah, but, but there you go. So Jada from Reno wants to know, Tamisha, have your kids seen the show and what are their thoughts about it? She says they still haven't had a conversation about it. She says that they have they are grown and older than Kamora, so when they're ready, they know where she's at. I feel like Tamisha is one of those people that just burns bridges and is like, yeah, moving on. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Valerie from Syracuse writes, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? And Kamora is triggered. She says coconut tree because they both have big nuts. Nice. Do you know what kind of tree you would be? I would be a red oak because I want to live in California. Oh, oh I like that. Yeah, yeah. What would you be? Um, I used to take dance class and my ballet teacher always used to say you're so willowy tony like ah, oh, so willowy so i just i i would go with a willow tree so you'd be pussy willow kidding 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 <laughs> somebody already is she is we love pussy willow <laughs> yes and finally michelle from south plainfield michelle from south plainfield who the could, who could that, that be? be well she wants to know big hair are we ever going to see it and joey says well this is awkward Bitch, that wasn't big hair. That was and then Tamisha's like, um, is it awkward? <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was it, very forced, very weird. Um, yeah. That's how we're it, reuniting. It's big hair. Yeah. Uh yeah, because Rue's not there to ask them actual questions. They have to ask yeah. questions to each other. What? What? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's Queen Cam time with Candy Muse. Let's go through her highlights i liked this one i thought hers was the most like natural so she starts off describe yourself in a hashtag hashtag star quality if you were actually if you were actually candy what would you be she said i'd be sour candy because you either like me or don't okay her delusion's not quite delusional anymore yeah she's definitely a sour candy what's a moment from the season you wish you could do over pockets delete the entire episode what happened with the pockets what was the pockets the the whole look she hated it Brought her on the bottom. What was the acting challenge? Oh my god, you don't remember? (laughs) Pinwell Pinwell made it. It was not great. Oh, wait. Yeah. Not last episode, the episode before it. Keep talking. (laughs) Yeah. If, uh, what's something you actually mopped from your season 13 sisters? She says, got got mixed wigs, which is funny because she wore got got mixed wig for the last runway. Oh, did she? 
Oh yeah, go to the Race Chaser podcast uh, Instagram. I got. I they, they are giving you the real tea. Oh my god. Nice. Um, if one of your season thirteen sisters said she wanted to punch you, how would you respond? Her answer: That's not top four behavior. Truth. <laughs> Listen. Well, you- actually. Season two, that kind of was top four behavior. That was top That's... one behavior. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Candy's in the last laugh between her and Tamisha, so True. It is what it is. There you go. Who do you look up to the most? Myself, because I'm iconic. Because I'm an icon. Great, cool. And finally, what's the best thing about being a drag queen? The attention. Okay. <laughs> very candy, very candy. <laughs> What you say, what you say. It's time to talk about Lala Ree. Um, she's upped her look in a stunning leather uh, I loved it. Look. Red wig was flat, but that's what we come to. It was my know. favorite. No, that's, that's Lala but Ree for I you. literally wore the same hair. Yeah. Today. <laughs> the echo. The echo in that room was so terrible. So, so terrible. But I did notice that her like video quality was like better than... A lot of the oh, fully. At well, least it, I don't know just, what's going on with Elliot with two T's, but she was like, <laughs> "We'll yeah, get there." But um, no, it was the same room. I think she did part of her music video, and so yeah, I'm assuming it was the same day or whatever. But she describes her drag race journey as short. Um, but let's be real, you were in a lot more episodes for someone who's knocked out fourth. Yeah, I feel like we got a good run from her. The bag ball look is a meme. It's going to haunt her like the lonely bag on the street meme that says "La La Ri was here." Very funny. It's a thing. Um, she says that her proudest moment was her fashion. I was kind of upset she said that. Because I remember her Meet the Queens. She was saying how she's like a bodysuit queen and she like upped it for this season. No, she didn't. She she, she didn't. She was definitely like a great personality, a great performer, and like stunning. But... No, no, no. Not all the not runways. Great. And then she said her. I did look. like that snake look. I liked that. Well, yeah, she look. says that was her favorite look. Um, sure, not my favorite, but she goes on to say that the hardest thing for her to watch was the Black Lives Matter conversation. It brought her and her sisters closer as they've all gone through the same thing. And it was really cool and nice to make sure we included that moment within the reunion episode because, again, it was very Agreed. powerful. That was a very um, powerful moment. And obviously, because we're not really going to to have Simone as a talking piece for this episode. This was the way we got to discuss it because yeah, it was important. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I couldn't imagine watching it back and, and knowing how emotional you were in that moment and knowing since then nothing has changed. Nothing. Has, it's so, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I can really understand that from her. Um, to me, she was the first person to put her in drag. So it was a full circle moment. She expected to get closer, but they were both there to get $100,000. She says that she still loves her and would buy her a loaf of bread if she saw her at the local Kroger. Not milk. She can't afford it. Just a loaf (laughs) of bread. (laughs) Love that. Lala Ree. Um, I think my, I'm personally done with Lala Ree. I don't need to see Lala Ree ever again. You got your extra moment with your little lipstick later, but I'm done. I'm done. I mean, if she, like, really upgrades her look, like, steps it up, like, a lot, I'd I'd be happy to see her again, but... She's second to the bottom for me for callbacks. I'm d- I don't she's need to see like, her again. I want, like, a Jocelyn Fox before we have... I Lala, agree! You know? Womp womp. I, I'm here for that. But, yeah, Lala, I'm... Thank you for coming. 
She was we'll great. She was ever. lovely. I liked her. I'll I'll take her back if they give it back to her, but she's like not on my list of queens I yeah. need on an all stars anytime soon. So bad bitch tip by La La Re. I, li- I liked I liked yeah. the song. I thought it was the best original song that we saw. No paper bags were harmed in making this video. Um, as we mentioned, she's in the same room that she did her interview in. She definitely put in put all her money in this video, and it's not terrible. Those booty shorts I could do without. Everything else, those looks were pretty good. Oh yeah, that that jean look was yeah. great. Yeah, I love that she took the time to showcase her merch, and I hope that at least one person bought a La La Re fan. Yeah, me too. Fans are great. This was fun. This was exciting. The looks were good. And I have to ask, where was she all season? Who was this person? Not what we saw. Exactly. So, you know what? This was a nice redeeming moment. It it can be hard to show yourself when you're in like such a formulaic atmosphere. Sure. When you, if you have your creative control, I think it's definitely much easier to, for some people to show who they are. We got a clean cam. It's time to talk about Simone. Yes. Highlights. It's your drag race. If your drag race journey were a song, what would it be called? The Climb by Miley Cyrus. Apropos. Yeah. What's your favorite runway look? All of them. Every last one of them. Same. Agreed. Perfection. (laughs) Same. Uh, Ross or Carson? I picked Michelle. Thank you. What's your sign? Capricorn Sun, Gemini Moon, Scorpio Rising. What does Which, that say about you? I'm hard on the outside and soft on the inside. We're opposites. I'm a Scorpio with a rising Capricorn. So, so you're. I don't. I, that literally, I don't know what that means. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm soft, soft on, the on the outside, outside, and hard on the from inside. The inside. Great. <laughs> Name a designer you want to work with someday. Rihanna comes to mind. Call me, girl. What's one thing every aspiring queen should know? That it's not as easy as it looks. And finally, what's your favorite thing about being a drag queen? That I get to express myself. Okay, cute. She was fine. Simple. She, Simple. I see her working with Rihanna. Rihanna messaged oh, totally. her on, on Instagram. There's a video. Oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. Elliot with two T's. She's wearing a basic walk around look, but at least she looked good with the high pony. <laughs> she was, yeah. I mean, the, the outfit was okay. The hair looks more expensive than the outfit. I'm trying to think. What was she wearing? Like, we're talking about her like sit down look, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember what she was wearing. I only well, remember well, her that's, music video look. Welcome to Elliot. Um, yeah. She says her season was bumpy. She got eliminated three times and it was kind of difficult to watch. We got back because you feel sorry for that person. But now she's not afraid of anything. One of the positive things was the world seeing her passion for dragon dance. One of the shocking okay. moments was finding out Kamora thought her voice was annoying. Not Girl. the world finding out that she's racist. Oh, I, we, we, we haven't gotten there quite yet, <laughs> but you're not wrong. Um, she talks about her struggles with depression and how that was impactful. The few times she's interacted with people who told her they had the same struggle with depression Hearing her story helped lift them. She says moments like that make the struggle worth it. I'm going to say something. It's going to be slightly controversial. As someone who is currently suffering and dealing with depression, 
Elliot, for me, made the face of depression worse. It made me not sympathize, but feel like you're a victim of something you don't know how to control. I got that sense also. I know it's really terrible for me to say that, but that's not the person I'm looking at to uplift me and try to help me with what I'm dealing with. That's all I want to say on that part. I think because of the post-show controversy, we're done with Elliot. This is it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, and I don't really need, need to see anything more from her. I also. know <laughs> that there was something Elliot brought to the show that Rue loved. There's a reason why she stayed around as long as she did. I think she should have been the first one out. Yeah, but she could have been first out for me too. But I just, yeah, no, I think she's she done. Been. I think she, if anyone shot themselves in the foot, Elliot, done, 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 done. If, if your name is Elliot with three K's as deemed by the internet, <laughs> there's, you, it's in this climate, you, you can't come back. True. So let's talk about the music video. Hideaway by Kiza, who I love. Great song. Great song. Drag standard. Isn't it um, <laughs> that the queen, who's called a racist, hired two color? definitely noticed that. It was a choice. It was the right choice. But also, girl, we, were, were you all watching you? Yeah. She loves terrible wigs and basic dance looks. That look yeah. was terrible. This is your last chance uh, to impress us. Not I, I didn't like the look either. And I, I didn't think the music video was anything special. It wasn't. I, and I've seen Fifi Dubois do that number yeah. 10 times better in the And crowd. I mean, her danceability, she's a very strong dancer. I'll give her, yeah. give her that. But this was not great. No. More questions with this time, Elliot and Lala. And Again, also, you're... why was the quality of her camera so bad? She was, it wasn't the quality, everyone, it was the color. It was the color. It was so, well, there was, was the so background, blue. but I also feel like everyone was in HD and she was not. It was the blue. Blue will affect the color big time. So I think I think it was the coloring. But yeah, questions with Elliot and Lala. You want to talk about terrible pairings? This one made zero yeah, the- <laughs> sense. Did they ever interact with the season? I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. So Matisse from Baton Rouge wants to know. Uh, or says you are cute and funny as hell. So what do you attri- what do you find attractive in a man? Good looks or a good sense of humor? Lala says since she has a huge personality, a good sense of humor goes a long way. But nothing wrong with a good look and a good bank account. So Lala Ree's looking for a sugar daddy because she wants better drag. Same girl, same. <laughs> Sheila from DC wants to know Elliot. Who was the dancing queen of season 13? And she goes, I love you, Lala, but I am the dancing queen of the season with a side of Lala. Ha ha. I would say it was Denali, but. Oh, fully. <laughs> but, but continue. Yeah. That's all we have to talk about them. Great segue. We're going to talk about my girl, Denali. Um, she's wearing her Aurora Borealis look, and I think she looks great. She didn't get to showcase it on the show, and this was great to see it now. Yeah. She sums up her journey as a roller coaster, spins, turns, plot twists, and dives. She is proud of her first lip sync, even with her nips out and the cement blocks on her feet. 
I still think she, she won should that lip be sync, fr- but I I don't. But but it was definitely a very great lip sync. Her favorite moment was phenomenon and being in the top with Rose and Rosnali in Untucked. That moment was a favorite of hers because the two got very close, and mm-hmm. a lot of her success and her art heartache and pain happened to be alongside Rose. So they're a great combo. It's really cool to that see that. That was a bond. nice relationship to see throughout the season. The biggest surprise to her was how people connected to the 100% pure love lip sync. She I love Kimura, that lip sync. I agree. She, she says she killed Kamora multiple times, the lip sync. Why, why keep killing her? It's true. <laughs> the bitch couldn't move and you are dancing the house down boots. Yeah. Um, and that's maybe why it was so so iconic because you got to see the drive in, totally. in and Denali. I, I feel like for me with Denali, a lot of the times it was like, you're like, she could learn how to like build her like her a uh, um, song more. Yeah. It's usually like she, the whole time. And we'll, go, and we, and we'll get to discuss that. Shortly. And yeah, um, and I feel like for a hundred percent, it worked. It's called a hundred percent. Exactly. Like she gave it a hundred percent. I mean, not all was, the times it does, but she was willing to cut her friend, and and that's what she, I think yeah. we all resonated with. We we're like, she's in it to win it. She'll do Definitely. what it takes. Yeah. We didn't get to see this on the show, but Rue complimented her dancing skills and her and ass. her fat ass. Yes. Um, I guess I didn't really get to see her. I, I never yet, noticed but, that, but we love a good ass. Sure. Yeah. Um, she says the makeover challenge was difficult. Uh, she knew it wasn't great when she saw it back. At the end of the day, they were the weakest team. Her only regret was not saying Tina Burner's name. I'm glad she brought up the makeup she did on Olivia because mm-hmm. nobody was talking about how busted she made Olivia look. Mm-hmm. And as somebody who knows and loves Olivia very well, I thought that she ma- she definitely made Denali into her. All she needed was a little bag and it would have been like Olivia. Like maybe she didn't show that many gowns on the show, but Olivia has always had this like pageanty vibe oh, to her. Which I thought she showed, whatever. We're, that, that's not the point of this episode. But. That's true. Olivia looked a little rough in the makeup department from Denali, is all I oh, have to absolutely. say. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. So, Denali, will we see her return for All Stars? I would assume so, yeah. I think she's call number one. I think. Right. I would want to see. Well, we probably won't get to see this, but like her and Jan together on a season would be wild. Why? Just because of the face? What? Just because of oh, the faces? Well, I wasn't even thinking that, but they, one, I was thinking they both have like the drive, but two, like the face cracks we would get every episode when they oh, yeah. weren't winning would be wild. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think Denali is an excellent choice for an all star season. Um, give her a I uh, give her a season away and then bring her back. I think she's ready to go. She clearly has the connection. She has the drive. She has the vision. It's now proving that she can beat out other people. I agree. And the audience, they see that the audience loved her. Like fans loved Denali. Her lip sync. How you like that by Blackpink. Love the song. It was. Yeah. I like the song too. Lip skate for your life. It was Um, great. I think we've seen some better stuff from her. If you've well, yes. seen if you've seen her on YouTube, I think she has some better stuff. Oh, fully. Um, I mean, we get to Nolly on Ice, and that's one thing that sets her apart from the rest of the others. But to make yeah. it cool, it was the after effects of the pink burst. They were cute. They were necessary yeah. to really pump it up. But she is going to be an all-star finalist. She is so dynamic. She's such a fan favorite. She's a rock goddess. 
Um, I think that little uh, costume change reveal moment, excellent editing nice. skills. Yeah. Whoever did that, you get an A plus. This video was that was so good. Truth. Uh, check but, out her bury a friend video on YouTube. That oh, is yeah. mm-hmm. so oh, good. Yeah. I love Denali. I, I really think it, she did leave at the wrong time, but. I didn't relate to her too is. much this season, but I definitely recognize her talent. And yeah. I think there's a lot of that with her. My mom loved Denali. That was, she was her favorite of the season. It's time to do some toots and boots because we got to throw it in somehow. This was fun. Utica's bag ball eleganza. Joey toots it. Uh, Lala doesn't know how she and Utica had the same amount of time to create something, so she toots it. And Utica shoots it because, of course, Utica is going to shoot it. I toot it. I love yeah. this look. I thought it should have won the episode. Oh, absolutely. It was gorgeous. Kimura's train look. Tina toots it. Tamisha toots it. Denali shoots it, obviously, because she knocked her out in that look. Right. Definitely a toot. Definitely a toot. Elliot's fascinator look. Um, Joey wants to go to the next one. Olivia boots. Elliot defends it and gives it a shoot. She gave it yeah, a this, shoot. This was, my least sa- shoot. this was my least favorite look of the season. More so than Lala's bag look. I hated this flamingo. Lala got pigeon out of it and gives it, gives it a... <laughs> Candy's beast look. All we did was see Tamisha Mon silent and then finally say look over there. That was the moment I needed. That was our, 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 uh, well, so funny. What I have to say about this look is Candy needed to paint her face purple. The alien was fully green with the, no, the alien was fully purple with the green face. And then Candy could have been its twin fully green with a purple face. Babe, it, did, it needed that, that but nothing okay. Okay. It was, okay. <laughs> it was, it was right behind um, Lala's look as the worst look okay. of the season. <laughs> I hated Elliot's look. It was so most, bad. But... Um, can, uh, we got Simone's train look. Lala shoots it. I love the do-rag it. look. Oh, it that was, was so great. perfect. Yeah. Tina Burner in red, orange, and yellow. <laughs> Olivia so just says, Tina in general. <laughs> Olivia says, let's say it together, boot. Tamisha says, you will know and someday your children's children will know that Tina liked red, yellow, and orange. Utica goes, it's not a flattering color palette unless done very well. And she feels like she's back in the roast. So boot. We get a trend alert and it's not necessarily a good trend alert, but it's the doubles of the season. Let's go through them. We got Candy and Olivia in the braids. I liked Liv's best. Okay. Elliot and Tina as taxis. Um, neither, but I'll take, I'll take Elliot for this one. Elliot. Tina and Lala in Mardi Gras beads. Yeah, neither for this one also, but I'll give it to Elliot again. Um, Gottmik and Denali as crash test dummies. Yeah, I liked Gottmik's best for that And one. Olivia and Simone as boxers. Um, I liked Simone's better, but with Olivia's hair. Fair, fair. And then Lala Ree's bag ball. Utica boots and gives her a trash can. Tamisha gives her a toot because it will be with you for a lifetime. Denali toots it because it was iconic. Olivia says that she made the outfit a winning lip sync outfit, and then Tina gives it a boot. But in recognition of the worst look of the season, Lala Re receives the first annual golden, golden boot. boot. I hope there is an actual award that they give. Yeah, I hope so her. too. I, I like that. It's cute. It's fun. Um, but yeah, one of the worst looks in the history of the show. Easily. Definitely, definitely. 
Shangela is safe now. <laughs> Shangela's been safe since Vanjie. She, we're going to talk about Tina Burner. She's not wearing red, yellow, and orange, and the makeup looks so I'm great. She's so good, glad to see it. Yeah, oh, she look. I think she looks one of the best of the night. I thought she, <laughs> I don't, but I don't. But I thought she looked great. I I do think she looked amazing. Look the makeup. Here. The makeup looked really good. The hair yeah. was great. The styling she, was like, great. Again, no red, she is learning. She, people are teaching her. It was she. She was known for those black smoky eyes, and they're not yeah, there anymore. You can see true. her eyes. She's giving us beautiful shapes. So much better. We see a clip of her walking into the workroom, and she hit her head on the ceiling. I can't believe they didn't keep that in. Yeah, we've gotten. It I, can, I can't either. But... Yeah. No. I mean. I feel like it depends on who the queen is and what they expect from you. That's fair. And based favorite, on what happened with Tina, I don't see why they wouldn't the, put that yeah. in. But, you know, I don't know. Her favorite moment was when she was dressed as the Tin Man and Rue saying, Tina, bring me the axe. the axe. Love that. That is a great moment. She had the most fun during the disco challenge. And yeah, looking back at it, I was she, like, she did have She fun. was great in that challenge, yeah. I remember thinking like, wow, Tina is serving it in this challenge. Her lowest point was being in the bottom of the musical. She says she stands by her choice to stop lip syncing because it was a comedic choice. Okay, but here's the thing. In the episode, she was saying that she didn't stop lip syncing. Correct. <laughs> so what's the truth? <laughs> Correct. Um, I think this was unfortunate that they, that they kept this moment in here because um, it really makes her sound bad especially yeah. because of what you just said stand by it own your shit i mean it's whatever like what i didn't think it was a great <laughs> choice personally no no I don't um either. she's she's from, trying to probably be like funny and self-aware i don't know right but, well from ronald mcdonald yeah. to sexy hot dog she loves all the memes about her and she owns the flames she's she's owning it she did admit that she did hate crime rose's face which is true which is, it is true. definitely true. Um, and she says, when you leave the house and you realize you left the stove on, that was her favorite meme of that look. Um, she goes on to talk about her mean girl trio. They, she yeah. says they became tight and the fans were not that receptive. Once again, she defends it as the mean girls being one of the campiest, funniest movies and is about having fun and being stupid and making fun of yourself. I think she needs to rewatch Mean Girls because, like, that's not what the movie's about. When she said that, I was like, no. I was like, have you seen Mean Girls? No, it's about how being mean. Being really mean to other people and yeah, being a cunt. Sorry, I don't know if I can say that. You're totally. Um, so, yeah, I, again, second thing she's defending that I'm not sure I wanted to hear her defend. Yeah, yeah. Tamisha. I mean, I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad at them calling themselves the mean girls like at all like it's no it, it was the reason and why. they weren't like terrible but like that description is not it <laughs> no but again it goes like i understand why she went the mean girls because maybe the heathers but the heathers yeah. were quote unquote the mean girls of that season right so yeah it, it's hard to really grasp and i think she really tried to pigeonhole this answer but it's fine um we learn a little bit more about the tamisha and candy with arrogant moment uh she says she was taken off guard and she still doesn't understand it tamisha call her You'll hash it out. You'll be friends, but we didn't really get to see Tina's side of that conversation because she wasn't. That's in true. It. You kind of forget that she was there. She really because she, she was. was. 
the other punching bag. She was one of the you. T- I'm not yeah. a fan of some of you. Like she was, exactly. she was one of them. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, if Candy's there, Candy's of course going to take that moment and make it right. Uh-uh. Yeah. Like it, it wasn't a Tina's moment. Tina Burner, All Star season. Will that happen? Um, maybe. I think it's a big, big maybe leaning toward the no because I think there are so many other people who will get the call before. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, because I don't know what else she can showcase. And like they didn't, they didn't love her. On the they show. didn't exactly. They didn't love her drag. They didn't appreciate her drag for what think, it was. Like America responded like super well to it either. Yeah, it, she brought a plus drag. Yeah, a plus drag wasn't was given an A plus grade. Yeah, I don't know how you can evolve and change from there. So that's the only reason why I would say Tina will not be back. But Turn It and Burn It by Tina Burner again featured Mitch Farina as producer, I believe. She took what the show gave her and made it her own, and I appreciate that. I respect that. Um, it's got a great beat. It's got some really fun lyrics. Again, self referential, which if you can't be. You're just delusional. Tina, you want it here. I thought this was so much fun. But the highlight for me, as you see on my background, are the cameos from the New York City Queens. That was my favorite part, too. Like we have seeing some famous. Yeah, gals. we have Bootsy LaFerris, Holly Box Springs, Chelsea Pierce, Egypt, Yasmin Delano, Brenda Darling, and Carrie Kerning, all wearing her red, yellow, and orange looks. Yes fucking brilliant it was very it was very funny i'm like this like makes sense it was so <laughs> makes sense. smart and yeah. they all looked sensational egypt was, was serving i like yeah. i was living for egypt no and it was it was so good of tina to be like this is where i came from local drag support your yeah let artist. me showcase these gals and it, 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 it's one of those things where who knows? Maybe none of them will be on Drag Race, though. I think most of them. Sh- a few of them. A few of them will be. <laughs> yeah, yeah th- uh, definitely. But it's so cool to be like I was on the show, and I think Tina, good job. Very, very, very good. I'm excited to see like all the hate. <laughs> we get New York gets so much hate anytime there's a New York queen on the show. It's like. All these New York queens are on Drag Race, and I'm in Iowa, and I can't get on. It's like deal with it, bitch. Now there are ten New York queens right. in this season. Listen, <laughs> I, I there has been a rumor already. I don't know how true this is, so if people don't like spoilers, you can run away for a second. But I've heard a rumor that they're already making calls for season fourteen, and not a single New York queen was called. 14? I don't believe it. I That's don't. A, believe I heard it. so. I heard somebody's like contractually, like on season 14 from New we'll York, talk about that i don't know about that either this. yeah we can I, talk I, don't about be- that later. I don't believe it like yeah I don't, talent, I don't see zero the pool of new york is too strong you cannot have i could see them wanting to like cut down because sure like, cut down but you can't have it without a lot but yeah uh but no i think the other moment that i loved in this video is whoever edited it, a plus job when they turned the colors into pink and everyone had that pink tone oh my god those costumes yeah, look even cool. better so cool but yeah Excellent video. Excellent song. I liked I it. Was, I was here for it. And now we got some questions for Tina and Denali. Again, a pairing that I don't think we've Did they ever talk? <laughs> Bruce from Billings wants to know, Denali, you and Rosé were really funny. Uh, Tina, you and Rosé were really funny in the Doppelganger Challenge. What was that like in our y'all closer y'all frenemies? She's going to give you the real team. She still hates her. Kidding. 
they're closer than they were before. And then we have a whole um, moment where she's an inch closer, but it's an always eight inches closer. And don't tell Rose's boyfriend. I don't know. Yeah. If I were him, I would be like, this is really uncomfortable. And I know it's for television, but can we like stop, please? I don't need all these queens like Kai Kaiing every exactly. season. <laughs> Elsa from Saskatoon. This was the moment I was like, it's not really an Elsa from Saskatoon. We're just doing a um, frozen moment. Um, are you planning on any ice shows with Twinks on Rinks or Trade on Blades? I personally would attend Twinks on Rink because we all know I love Twinks. <laughs> but Denali says the second the world reopens, uh, she will have her own ice show. And that would be so cool. I've, yeah, I'm down. That you know what? Awesome. Do, do a, do, uh, a duet show with, with milk? milk. Yeah, that's the show. I wonder, can milk like actually? Sure. I feel like Denali's like proven that she's like a fantastic ice skater and like does drag and ice skates together. I don't know if I've seen that from milk. Now, I do want to say we didn't hear it at all from the season. I know because I followed Joey J before Drag Race. Joey J ice skates also. In drag? Not in drag, but he's an oh, ice okay. skater. That's so, cool. Yeah. They could do something together. Ex- yeah, though, I, I would. That's the show I would go to. <laughs> they could do a few things together. <laughs> yeah. Um, we get another question because they have more, more questions to fill. <laughs> Trina from Tallahassee asks, what's the weirdest thing we didn't see you do in the workroom? And what does Tina say? Win a challenge. Funny. That was very, very funny. That Good was choice. Nice. Also, I do have to say this episode was way too long. It was because they had to fill the two-hour I know, I know, but they did not need to fill the two-hour block. No, they Could have just been an hour. <laughs> so Queen Camber, it's the reunion of the top four queens. Um, they all do like a li- li- big little hug puddle on each other. I loved so, that moment when they were like, oh, we weren't sure if you'd be here, Simone. And then Simone's like, over you, Candy. Right? <laughs> that yeah, was so, so good. Simone and Rosé match with their black and red color palette. Um, Candy notes that Simone has orange hair. And she did something a little different for the finale. Um, everyone has a little something different for the finale. Uh, because they all had work done. And yeah, different faces. A lot of filler, a lot of Botox, really ready f- for that perfect paint. They talk about the looks, because um, they're going to have so many looks. And that is, again, a thing that Reddit has discussed, that there may be multiple runways for the finale. Ooh, so, I, I, haven't been, I haven't been checking up on the spoilers for this season. Yeah, like, so I'm excited for that. And it's a different time. We're in a different time than mm-hmm. we were in when they filmed originally. So I'm excited to see right, what they'll be able to bring the, the, with like the clear. fabric stores open and stuff. And it, it's also clear that we're not going to have any of the other queens there. And that used to take up time yeah. for the finale. So they need to build time otherwise. I don't understand why they like got a whole theater. Oh, because you because they uh, they did not want to do what they did last time. Oh, yeah. But no, they, they could have done, they have a studio. Could they, they want a big stage. They want, want. They want a big stage. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, we get a product placement moment from for the bubbly. bubbly. Enough with um, the bubbly. I had to ask Olivia, um, if they were like drinking alcohol and untucked or just the bubbly. And apparently, like halfway through the season, they switched them over to alcohol. Oh, good, good. But at first, um, they were just drinking that seltzer. <laughs> seltzer with caffeine. Don't forget. Right. Oh, oh, don't forget. Um, I will say it was interesting for me personally to see that the person who really made this sponsor moment was Simone. She's the one who said bubbly bounce. That was interesting not, to you? I'm not saying she's the winner, but I think she's the winner. Oh, okay. I'll take it. <laughs> 
the queens now get to meet RuPaul. Yay. Um, is this the closest the cast has been to RuPaul physically? Because, you know, six feet away? Possibly, because I think they were a little closer here than they were I in mean, the room. Ru had that, like, table. Uh, but like, they come over to the table. I guess it was a long table. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Could be. Who knows? But Ru shows them the magic of the stage, and it's a kind of small stage, but a lot of things can happen on there. Mick confirms she has Botox. Rosé says full of filler at this point. Again, yeah. if you can own it, talk about it. Why were candy shorts so short? They were so short. Like it looked like, like the, the shirt goodies. Eat it. The good the goodies were on display. Listen, yeah. you, if you want, if you're proud of your legs, you showcase them, girl. I, good for you. I personally would not do it. And I think I have decently <laughs> nice legs, but they were short. They were very short. I definitely noticed that also. Because if it like an inch longer, it, it looked like she had nothing on. Well. If you got it, flaunt it. Exactly. Well, Rue asks if they've remained friends, and Candy says that they are the closest. I do see this cast being very close. Um, well, speaking of that, did you happen to see Jackie Cox um, on Twitter, I believe it was, commented about how close her cast was and how they didn't get to see each other because of COVID and everything, blah, 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 blah. And she got a response from her season 11 sister, Honey Davenport, who said... They were practicing social distancing before social distancing because they, in season 11, didn't talk. You're saying that season 11's cast didn't talk? Or season yeah, that, that, that's what um, I mean, that, that makes sense with my fantasy, honestly. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> oh, Honey Davenport spilled the tea. Yeah, um, she always love does. You, honey. Oh, yeah, love same. They all think they're going to win, but Rue says she'll be the judge of that. And Rue says, savor the moment, swish it around your mouth a little bit. Yay, we love gay things. Love that. It's time to talk about Utica. She is wearing a funky short wig now in red. I loved that wig. She had the orange all season, now it's the red one. But the glasses and the shirt, she's just kooky. She really is. And that's how she sums up her season, as kooky. She wishes they would have included when she first entered the main stage and told Rue how she was once struck by lightning. We, I need to hear more about this because... I, we, I got everything I needed to know. She said she flew 10 feet off the ground and explains why she's full of energy. I, will, I believe it. If you, you get a really insane scar that looks very cool. I wonder where it is, though. because Wait, do you know from experience? Have you been struck by lightning? I've never been struck by lightning, no. Oh. But I just know that that's a th- like the scar thought, is like an iconic part of getting struck. I by thought lightning. I was going to get a Miss Felicia exclusive right now. No, no, sorry. I can yeah, make I, something up if you want, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that, that like again, if you told me you got struck by lightning, I don't know if I believe it. If Utica told me, I totally believe it. Right, I I believe it, but you you get a scar that looks like a like tree. Weird. That's really crazy, and it's like not like it's a big scar. So I wonder. That's cool. Well, she loved all the things <laughs> she wore, but her favorite challenge was the design challenge. She was in her element. Agreed. Um, she went for it in Snatch Game, she says. She went for something. But the hardest part for her was the roast. Um, she didn't understand the difference between humor and insult. She sees how jokes can be told and come from a place of love. It's all about the execution and the buildup, and I think Go take a class or two. You'll you'll be fine. It's, I mean, don't forget she's an improv master. So yeah, right. She's taken a few. Apparently, but that's the thing. Improv roasts and, are and hard. Roasts are, they're it's different. it's they're a different, different thing. True. 
Very the true. makeover allowed her to feel powerful and sexy. And thanks Simone for allowing her to capture herself. She loves lip syncing and thinks she put her stamp on the stage. Will she be appearing in an all-star season? I could see it. Yeah. I too. I think she's probably call number two. You think she's call number two? I think she's a little further down the line, but I definitely see them using her. The problem is they don't like do design challenges on all-stars. No, but I think they need it. And that's where she, that's what I want to see from her. But when you do like the, like the um, tight casting of a season, every season needs a kooky queen Absolutely. How many kooky queens are there left in the franchise that haven't been on? We had Milk. True. True. Evie's a winner. It's going to be mean, like Ivy so Winters. Ivy Winters won't do it. Ivy Winters won't do it. Ivy doesn't like, dude, she's like making candles <laughs> in the forest. No no, 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 no. Talk about it properly. She's not just making candles. She's making penis candles. Penis candles. Forest. Sorry. Sorry. You're right. Um, no. Uh, oh, listen, they, they asked her back almost every season. She won't do it. Oh, that's sad. Um, I know. She's I, I want her. She's and so good. I, I, I want her. Um, but that's a different story. But no, I think I think Utica is definitely going to be called just because she was so unique. And True. If, again, another Rue, person. We really grow. seem to like her too. Absolutely. You should be sad by Halsey. Halsey. I didn't know the song beforehand, but I have to say it struck me and I do love it now. It's a really, really beautiful and powerful song. I feel the same way. I thought she did. It was a cool concept. It really was. Um, the whole production was simple and dark, yet it had that whimsy, and I just loved it. The strings attached to her and the scissors, I was a bit nervous because, you know, she's a lanky, crazy girl. I thought yeah. she was going to stab herself, but it was just really executed well. I um, feel like it kind of didn't go anywhere. I, I started out really strong, and then I was, was like, conceptual. I wanted her to, I wanted her to be like free from the strings at the end or something, yeah. and she didn't really get that. I also felt like it seemed. I'm not accusing her of stealing this concept at all, but like I feel like I've seen it at like Look Queen sure. or something. But it was really cool. Um, yeah. It was a great concept. Yeah, and I think the look was really cool with the ruffles and the hat with the balls. It's full, it was full yeah. of Utica. Everything yeah. was Utica. We got one more queen to talk about. Olivia Lux. My fave. Um, she looks great. Her drag room. That can't she be won, Brooklyn. She won that this episode. I can show you my drag room in Brooklyn, and I'll show you that it probably could be. It was so perfect and yeah. huge. It was big. But also, she won this episode for me. Okay. That hair... She was giving me Asia O'Hara vibes with that paint. I want that hair and that pink outfit. So she, then, go, go take it. I I will. I'm calling. She her can out. buy all the new wigs. She can. She I know. Can to give you one. I know, but I feel bad because, like, right. I guess right before when she was getting ready to go to drag race, she was like trying to sell some drag, and I was like, "Ooh, I'll buy this stuff." And then I never bought it from her, and I'm like, "Damn, she probably could have used the money." But <laughs> oh well. <laughs> She did fine. <laughs> she says, when you underestimate someone, you have to be more confident in yourself. And she brought that. Uh, her favorite challenge was the disco challenge as she was transported in time and found yeah. the diva she was looking for. We have a little montage of her asking questions. It was <laughs> all about her being made fun of for asking for help. They called her such a diva and backstage is where you find your diva. But she always tried to be polite. She was not a diva. She's not a diva. She's right. always polite. Like, Absolutely. I'm, I need to say this right now. She is that sweet. She is the nicest person. Oh, I've, I, worked I with agree. The, I've worked with her the most out of any of the queens on the season. 
she's the only person I've worked with <laughs> on the season. And she is that nice. I talk all the shit and she just stands there and listens. Yeah. She's not an input hoe. She's very sweet. I, I do know that there are We're there all are, divas in this business. I, exactly. So. I do know there are a couple people who would disagree with you who have worked with her, but that's another podcast. They were probably being belligerent. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I don't know. We could talk after, but that's my experience with Olivia. Yeah, and she says she might go to France heart. and be a mime because that I could see a, that. That'd yeah. be cool. Her looks were nods to nostalgia because it made her think of simpler times. We do f- get a reminder that she was the majority twice for the dreaded question, but there are no hard feelings on her end. The answer had nothing to do with her. They're only they're all on their own journeys. She knows that if they all said Candy's name on the runway, she would have choice words for them. And that's so true. Very true. They would have gotten smacked. Um, the one thing she learned from Drag Race is she now knows how to lay down baby hairs because Simone taught her. Bless. She did say, she said that yeah. to me also. <laughs> I came for her wig and she's like, well, now I know. Yeah. All star. Yes I I want her in All Stars. I, I see think it it, I think it will happen. She, she um, won two challenges. She was so young at the time. I agree. I think there's a lot of growth that Olivia will bring. Um, I, I I can see it happening. Um, it's they kind of told her you don't know who you are, even though she right who she is. I, I yeah. <laughs> um, so I think she's going to now take this time to rebuild and find what they want well, her to be, uh, yeah, while totally. still being true to her. I don't think uh, she's so, going to have trouble doing that either. So I think she is probably call number three personally. She's also a fantastic singer. So if yeah. that like drag race Eurovision show is actually happening, I could, see her being, I could see her being a like option for that. I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I, if, if there's one option from the drag race universe that they're taking from the US, I, it's, it's down to two people. It's either Adore Delano or Trixie Mattel. Okay, <laughs> fun. <laughs> no, yeah, no. That that would make sense, definitely. But her like video, maybe for season two, maybe. For sure, season sure. Two. Um, her video is "I'm Going Down" by Mary G. Blige. Um, my favorite of the night. I thought it was so good. I love that she starts off classic at the piano, and then we get this little breakdown from her. It's an incredible. She looks simple. in the camera, and she looks yeah. so good. Incredibly simple yet effective video with her and some cool lighting effects. She showed off that she is a classic diva with this performance. It had that 90s music video vibe, and I, totally. I loved it. Um, like, if you told me this was uh, 1997 and we're watching MTV at 6 o'clock in the morning and they're showing music videos like they used to, I could see this on there. Totally. I was thinking what I would do if I were to do one of these music videos for the finale, and yeah. I would have done something similar to her. Um, I would have probably done... Um, nobody's supposed to be here. The like ballad version, the slow version, and it'd have been me at like a um like after I'm like a cabaret singer and I'm like backstage uh-huh. and then my man like interrupts. Anyway, <laughs> don't Fair. steal my sh- don't steal my concept, everyone. But that's what I would have done. And I feel like it would have been similar to Olivia's. I loved yeah. hers, and she now looks time- stunning. Yeah. Well, now it's time for questions for Utica and Olivia, and finally a pairing that made sense. Yes, um, definitely. <laughs> Marky from Detroit asks, early on, you cracked Rue up when she asked you about weed. What were you thinking about in the moment? She wanted to be honest, but she was on national television. So answer, but don't answer. And then she just laughed. And 
I will say this was one of my absolute favorite moments. This was season. one of my favorite moments too. Um, it does hold a special place in my heart because I remember where I was when I watched it and who I was with. And that's a big part of it. But oh, that's nice. No, not anymore. That's Ooh. a whole that's a whole other story and why I'm in therapy. But um, no, I thought this was a really fun moment, and it 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 showed how raw Utica really is and how totally. real. Yeah. Um, and for those listening, we are recording on a date of April 20th. So whoop, whoop. happy 420, 420 everyone. And it's legal in where where we're both at. So sort of though, not really yet. I mean we're still uh... going through legislation. I don't <laughs> listen, I understand the fight, why they're fighting for the things they're trying to do, but yeah, can you, can you do that I mean Just give me the I see now. people like smoking on the street nowadays. Right. So there we go. Um <laughs> Sam from Boise. Olivia, there are rumors that you and Utica have been on a date. Is it true? If not, are there plans? She says, well, she has seen her after the show. And then Utica says the food was really delicious. Um, I think Olivia has a boyfriend. I could be wrong about that. I've heard, I've heard, but... <laughs> I've heard that rumor too. Maybe it's a secret. Maybe. No, I, th- I think she posted once or twice about it. Okay. Um, okay. But no, I believe that's true. And you know what? And the flames of the audience <laughs> they want to they want to hear about it um, but i do know they are very close like olivia and you Uti- olivia was saying that utica is one of the people she's closest with on the season and i just have to ask the question though if they were to you know be a, a thing who's the top who's the bottom don't they need to wait till marriage <laughs> sure let's go with that for, for utica <laughs> is that a thing do we hear? Uh, she never said that, but she's no. she's a she's a religious woman. I don't think Utica knows what sex is. <laughs> I, I don't either. <laughs> yeah, but now it's time because Rue has selected two lip sync assassins from the season to lip sync for their favorite charity. Ooh. He selects La La Ri and Denali. It's a rematch. They're like not Elliot. <laughs> is what Rue said. Are these the two lip sync assassins of the season? I would say probably yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because didn't didn't Lala? I'm not like Lala was the lip sync assassin of the season, but like she didn't she lip sync the most probably. She did lip sync a couple few times. And and the thing was like Denali was the lip sync assassin of the season, and Lala beat Denali, so I guess that would make in turn Lala in that. I mean, technically, Candy did lip sync and win three times. Four times um, with the beginning, so you're right. But, but she, she didn't, wasn't included. That, she wasn't she, included. She here. she didn't win that one that Rue brought her back for. I agree with you there, but because um, Rue's because no, I agree. I agree with you there. Away. there. There were there are people on the internet who still say it's a double win. So I don't I don't know. I need confirmation from RuPaul because there are times when Rue's like, Shantae, you both stay. Yeah, but then when no, she's whatever i don't know the semantics are very interesting that was the first um, time she like actually like sent them she was like sasha yes, away yeah so so the winner will win ten thousand dollars for their favorite charity they have partnered with barefoot wines who we love so this is really cool i drink denali, barefoot myself yeah mm-hmm. denali is coming from roscoe's in chicago she'll be lip-syncing for the national center for transgender equality a wonderful charity um i've done a lot of my benefit shows for them amazing Lala Ri is coming from her sister's room. Don't know what that was really about. I think but... that's a bo- was was no, that the place? There were quotes. There were definitely quotes oh. when, um, when Rue said it. Was so. that not the place that Rue was like? Is that bar still open, Lala? 
don't and know. Lala was like, yeah, it's Look, so ratchet. It's in Atlanta. I don't know. She'll be lip syncing for National Black Justice Coalition. Both incredible Love that. charities. Yeah. The song is Be My Lover by Labouche. Haven't heard that song in forever. Mm-hmm. It was super fun, though. Um, so the f- initial look, I did, I saw Denali and I was like, you look like Janie J.K. with that wig on. Kind of, yeah. I loved that wig. I wanted oh, it orange. I wanted um, orange. Lala, Lala is wearing whatever fits in her from her closet. Her bodysuit. I liked it. It was a cute bodysuit. It was simple, but... But let's be real. The moment that Denali did that flip with the hair reveal, it was game over. She won. Totally. I absolutely thought Denali on this lip sync. Yeah. I loved that they had a split screen for most of it. Finally. Right. Yeah. Um, that was, that's great. For me, Lala just had such low energy and really wasn't moving like she was back on like the dance I wasn't, floor. I wasn't watching her too much. I, I My eyes were on Denali the entire time. Same. Um, Denali brought the tricks. It was so fun and she just had so much joy in her performance. And that's what I love about Denali. Um, you can see how much this means to her. Denali wins $10,000 for a charity, but in the spirit of giving, Lala's charity will receive $5,000. Love that. Yeah. Except here's what I'm going to say. Rue is like literally always complaining about how our generation was always handed trophies. They love to talk about how we get our trophies for third place, for second place, for not first place. What did you just do, Rue? That. So you don't think a double crowning <laughs> should happen? Not particularly, no. Me either. And I've done <laughs> no. debates about it, but yeah. <laughs> so if you found it odd that the classic question of why should you be America's Next Drag Superstar wasn't shown last week, well, it was because they needed to save time for this episode. Because <laughs> they so, had an extra 30 minutes <laughs> right. to fill. Um, let's find out what the queen said. Got Mix says, she grew up with the show and every person that was crowned always opened her mind. The world is not black and white. It's the craziest gray area and that's what her drag is. But actually it is black and white. But, so that was kind of funny. Um, she has grown so much and she is so ready to be crowned and be, re- be the representation that she wished she had growing up. I thought that was a great an- a good answer. It was a very good answer. Um, yeah, I agree with what she said. I don't know if growth is the right word, but like she exceeded our my expectations. Yeah. And she did things I didn't think she had in her throughout this. Candy season, so says great. that there is no rule book that says America's next drag superstar has to be perfect. She has fallen a hundred times and gotten up 101 times because she has the fire in her belly. There is an entire community of Afro-Latino, brown, loud, little gay boys back in the hood that are looking up to this big bitch, and she wants to show the world that it's okay to be big, and it's okay to be loud. She feels like a fucking queen already. Crown it. It was authentic It's a, good, to it's a nice message. Yeah, it was good. Rosé says she should be crowned because she's demonstrated there's nothing she can't do. There is a drag queen she admires and looks up to. She's a great hostess. She has a TV show. She sings. <laughs> Her name is Lady Bunny. Ha, 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 ha. Her name is RuPaul. When she looks at herself in the future, she hopes and sees something like Ru, and she's shown every week she can do all of it really well. I really didn't like Rosé's speech. It was very it was very, me. It, it was like, very prepared. It was very like, casual. I am the best queen ever, and this is why I am <laughs> the queen. Yeah, it, and that's something I had discussed um, on the podcast last week is, is Rosé is prepared. She knows everything that she needs to do. She knows what to say. Because they see her as this perfectionist, this professional, 
it's not as authentic as some other people, which is unfortunate because I do know she's authentic. Oh, so yeah. It's it, television is hard when you're an, uh, an actual real human. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of it's kind of a struggle we've been seeing with her all season. I don't know exactly. if we ever broke, really broke past that. And finally, Simone says, growing up in Arkansas, she believed all the negative things people said about her, but she kept going forward, and there is something out there in this world she is good at, and found, and she found drag. Throughout these weeks, she's fought and shown herself and took down the walls that she put up to protect herself, and she feels like her drag is really inspirational. There are a million and one Reggies out there, and that person, like her, she is a beautiful person, and she will fight until it's hers. Came from the heart, not the most prepared, but... It was, a, it was a nice speech. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was good. I liked it. We end the show with Rue giving the classic sign off and the crew responding with amen. And Rue proceeds to mop the floor like she's ever done that in her entire life. <laughs> I got some burning questions to round out this podcast with you. Are you ready? I love them. Yeah. You kind of alluded to it, but what was the best video in your opinion? My favorite was Olivia Lux's. For me, for me, it's a tie between Utica and Tina. Okay, it worked. Nice. This is a question that I think um, will determine for me real placements of who gets a phone call first. Or actually second or third, because I think Denali, not sure Denali is in this conversation, but who will be crowned Miss Congeniality? Because it is down to two people, I really think. I think it. I think it is too. Do you think it's between Denali? I think I it's think Utica so. and uh, Utica. I do oh. think they're gonna. They would consider Utica. I think it'll be between Lala or Olivia. Utica was so. Lala? Yeah, yeah. Utica was so mean in the roast, but that's <laughs> and there was thing. that. There was that whole storyline about her like pulling out her book of reads and then reading all the queens. Fair. I think she she kind of was the villain of the season, which is why I don't. Interesting. See. Yeah, I, I think it should go to Olivia. I, I, I think it no should go to Olivia. Wouldn't there was that whole like diva storyline yeah, about her, but which uh, which is why I don't know if she would get phone call number two or three because Miss Congeniality will bump you up. A would step. definitely, yeah, that's true. Um, so we'll see. Denali would probably be fan favorite though. Oh, fully. Absolutely. Um, Before a winner is crowned, what what would you say the season's legacy is going to be? Pandemic. Probably. Pandemic drag. My answer is longest season ever. Oh, that's true, too. It kind of reminds me of season three. Season three definitely had that, like, it felt more, like, pulled out. The the difference was, like, season three had, like, a million sewing challenges at the end, and you saw that, like, got to them. Well, I have to ask this question. It's the last time I get to ask this season. After okay. 15 episodes, who is the winner? For me, it's Simone. I'd be happy with a got Mick win also, though. I think it's Simone. I know there are people who are saying this is the season you have to do a double crowning. I don't believe that's the case. Um, I think Simone is a true winner. She's the most authentic. I think she's the one that connects to Rue the most. And I think it's very important in this climate, in this day and age, and what she presented on the show already. She brought such an amazing message to the show. It's okay to be who you are. It's okay to be authentically Black. It's beautiful. It's rewarding. Simone is the winner. And she really brought it to the runway in a way that nobody else ever has. I agree. And listen, you want to talk about looks. If, if, If you have not seen 
the the red carpet looks for the finale. Oh yes. Simone killed it. So oh good. God. It was so I, fun. I think it's interesting that people are like discounting Rose because she does have like a pretty phenomenal track record this season. It's not that I because I'm one of those people. I'm not discounting Rose. I think Rose oh, is I, 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 I wanted to listen to I I I think she's incredible. I don't think she connected to Rue as she, a winner. Yeah, she didn't bring the humanity that she needed this yep, season. That, that was it. That Because I, if they're all calling her perfect now, why, what's the, how are you going to build her to be your superstar? Yeah. It, it, I would love to see her win. It, for me, it would be a full circle thing, but it's just, it. Gottman honestly, a, like, really surprised me this season, though, because yeah. I was expecting her just to be like a look queen and like not really be great. And I'm, in any I'm other so thousand. glad and that tokenism she turned wasn't, it in these. Yeah. Oh, true. Totally. It wasn't tokenism. She she deserves right. to be where she Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Snatch game. That was a masterclass in how you do the snatch game. Yep. In my opinion. Well, I thought she deserved to win the roast. So yeah. so I'd be happy with her too. Although I don't see her lip syncing skills being. I agree. If, I think if that's Simone, what it comes Simone, down Simone's to. It. it could, yeah. Well, where can we find you on social media and Venmo? You can find me at Miss Fallacia on Instagram um, or at T Grunin if you want to follow me as a boy. Um, that is also my Venmo. That's at T G R U N I N. Yeah. Bam. Well, thank you for being here. It was a great chat. Thanks so much for having me. Hope I can come back for like a regular episode, <laughs> but this was a lot of fun. I always love a good reunion. The biggest thanks to Miss Felicia for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Block Talk.